like other like the challenge of this and the challenge of Elden Ring, the game I want to sell you on, Alex, today, mm. is I've set aside a challenge for me that says I'm going to describe Elden Ring without describing and comparing it to other games of its, I guess we could call it genre or also games from its other maker, from the developer, from it, software. Impossible. I think I can do it. <laughs> Elden Ring, but I can compare it to other things. There is a reason why open world games, there's two different, we've discovered Elden Ring has proven there are two different kinds of open world games. Okay. There are what we dubbed the Ubisoft games where they give you a map. Yep. They control where you're going. It's really not open world because the story limits where you can and can't go. Yep. And by open world, you're not asked to explore it. You're told, go here. There's yep. an icon on your desk, on your map. It says, go here. There's something here. Go yep. do a thing here. That's right. Whereas there's this other kind of open world game series that we've discovered, which is, here's a world map. Figure it the fuck out. Just travel <laughs> around. And when you get there, you get a marker that says, hey, here's a yeah, thing. Yeah. And that was originally what made Breath of the Wild so amazing. Yeah. Was this feeling you were just given a map. Yeah. And you were told, figure it out. Yeah. And you went there and you're like, oh, shrine. Ooh, shrine. Ooh, thing. And then you went to this thing and it's like, oh, that thing kills me. And then you learn something. Exactly. <laughs> and in Elden Ring, you do the exact same thing. For the open world, there is no go in this direction. There are these things called guiding lights. Yeah. So you have sort of these places of save points, these mm -hmm. little check marks. Mm -hmm. And the way the game works is between these little places they call them sites of grace yeah and they're kind of save points safe locations between each one of those is sort of a challenge and your challenge is to get from point a to point b from one safe point to the next mm. safe point and within there is a challenge and you will die multiple times doing yeah. that and that's the whole point and at some point you perfect that challenge and you can just keep doing it and yeah you, and then you get the next challenge you get to the next point of grace well now you're in an open world so you can just sort of go around the challenges most of the time okay yeah but not only that there are dungeon sections but that doesn't that doesn't behoof you though necessarily what do you mean? Because you can't do progress in the game if you don't take on the challenges? Um, There are only, I think, four or five challenges you must do to beat the game. That's it. Oh, I see. So I, I see what you're saying. So the goal is to beat the game, not to become all-powerful. Well, I could be whichever one you want. Yeah. I want to become all-powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of the story plot and that is the same thing. The story plot is you are gathering the shards of the Elden Ring, yeah. which is the uh... source of all power and... It's literally the source of the power of the world. Yeah. So you make the world in your image. Yes. Effectively, if you are the Elden Lord and you have gathered all the shards. Gotcha. So your goal is to become the Elden Lord, which is all powerful. Yeah. That's your goal. Yeah. So you end up going through and you start off the game. And this is a very from software kind of game in that sense where you start off the game as a nobody, literally a tar you're known as a tarnished of no particular renown or note. Okay. You are a nobody. A tarnished. You are a tarnished instead of whatever else you might call it. You are just an undead. You are unimportant. Yeah. You are banned. You were actually, your type was banished from the lands long ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, all of these games take place in hell. It, this is <laughs> not quite. They don't really describe it. some sort it. of purgatory. Yeah. It is a purgatory where death is removed. It's a world where death is not no yeah, longer yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. And so what happens is people just decay to nothing. They don't mm. actually die. There's a corpse on the ground. Technically, they're not dead. Yeah. Technically, they just decayed to nothing, but yeah, they're yeah. still alive. Yeah. And they just can't, they don't have the muscle or the energy to do anything, mm. which is sad. Yeah, yeah. But here's the shit. I would kill it. You can't. They are, there is no death in this game. Then it shall live. It shall live. It just gets more and more <laughs> decrepit. There's a pile of bones. It's a living pile of bones. Yeah. It just doesn't have the will to hold itself together anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. So what ends up happening is you end up starting this fight where they're like, here's a dagger. 
okay, what am I supposed to go do with the dagger? Kill a god. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? So you start off killing little, you know, one single soldier here and there. Yeah. And by the end of it, you're fighting giants. You're fighting everything. And it's not a matter of just your leveling up. Your leveling up definitely matters and yeah. it helps you out. It plays a huge deal. But your skill also evolves involve, yeah. as well. And that's where it's also important. And the most important part about this one is normally it's, it's, uh, you have this Metroidvania where you have these challenges. And these are known to be a challenging game. Yeah. But you have this boss. You go through a dungeon. Kind Think of it like Breath of the Wild. Breath yeah. of the Wild is a great comparison. You just travel the world. There are these little camps, right? Bokoblin camps yep. that you can just sort of go in, kill a bunch of stuff, and you get a chest at the end. Yep. Isn't that great? They have that exact same mechanic. Beautiful. This is just dark. I'll be chest rating then. Yeah, That's this, this is doing. just dark Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And then what you do is every once in a while you go up and you show up and there's a cave mm-hmm. or, a, or a catacombs. You find one hidden in, hidden in a wall. Nope, don't want to go in there. Oh, yes, you do. No, I don't want to go Because it's just another cave. It's, it's just a really small cave. Is there more treasure? Yeah, there's more okay, treasure. Then I'm going. There's always something for you at the end. <laughs> and at the end of every single one, there's a boss fight. Oh, little mini boss. I'm scared. So you have to go through it. It's like a little mini. It's kind of like a shrine. It's not. It's a semi puzzle. Yeah. It's not as much as puzzly as the shrines were in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's more combat oriented. Um, but it is a mini dungeon. So it's, it's a little tiny. It's a wee little tiny dungeon. Yeah. But then they have in these worlds, these big dungeons, these important set piece dungeons. Yeah. The kind that when you get into the land, you see the huge dungeon. Gotcha. And you're like, I want to go there. Yeah, yeah. And you fucking go there. Yeah. Everything you can see, you go to in That's this like the, the pillar on the horizon, the thing you must go to. Eventually. Yes. Yeah. And okay. it's always this huge dungeon that you have to crawl through. More like the dungeons you expect. It's right. a long, multi-hour long trek. Right. And it's a challenge the whole way through. And at the end, there's a cinematic boss yeah, yeah. where it's not just a mini boss. It's a boss with a cinematic and a story arc. And right. Tied to the whole story, and you have to kill them, and you usually get a reward or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And that's how this game works. But the key is the combat. The combat is a hack and slash, yep. but it's a hack and slash with stamina, health, yep. mana, and that stamina helps you swing. So every time you swing a sword, you use uh, stamina. Every time you dodge, so you can dodge, you tab target, kind of like Breath of the Wild. You yeah. target on a, you you uh, target someone, and you strafe around them. They Does are, the stamina come back? The stamina does does come back. Yep, it uh, heals itself over time. It's okay. pretty quickly. Can you just like strafe an enemy until it comes back? Yes. Okay. Except the enemy is usually swinging at you at that okay, time. Yeah, because yeah. here's your deal: is you can strafe, but your dodges, so your dodge rolls, yeah. cost stamina. Uh, your swings cost stamina. So Holding each battle the, really is a chess game. It's like a chess game. Yeah, yeah. It's a chess game of resources. Your right. stamina quickly recovers, but yeah. it's basically there to make it so you just can't like swing unendingly yeah, yeah so you can't stop combat by just constantly swinging there has to be you have to pause the enemies have to pause so right. there's, a, there's a game where you're playing where you're waiting for each other to pause and get that one little hit in and start a combo it's kind of like a fighting game in yeah, that yeah. sense yeah where you know i mean you wait for the person to make that mistake you get your combo in yeah it'll get a whole bunch of damage and then it starts all over again and you see who can get the first hit in of the combo nice. and nice. that's kind of how it works out okay and that's what it's all about. That's where the challenge is, except obviously the boss fight, the bosses, their combos are deadly. Yep. They're one-hit wonders, and they're just huge. So you have to dodge at the right time. You can't just spam dodge. You have to dodge at the right time because you only have so much stamina. That's right. You have to do it just right, and that's where the skill comes in. Yeah. But the focus of this game is in other games like it. Um, I'm going to say it in this way because I want to compare it at this point. Dark Souls and all of its genre, the problem with the game is you are on a linear path. Yeah. You are told this is your path and there's a boss. He's between you and the end part of that path. Yep. So you just have to get good. You have to beat the boss. If you can't beat the boss, keep hitting your head against the wall. Maybe you can go back and grind a bit. Yeah, yeah. That's all you can do. 
in this game, there's something wholesomely unique. And this is why it's so big right now. This is why my wife, who hates Dark Souls and never would play it, yeah. is playing it. She's frustrated right now, like every good Dark Souls player. But when you hit a wall, you say, hey, this boss, I'm losing to it yeah. all the time. You can go, that's fine. There's a hundred other bosses I can go do. Yeah, that would be my play style. I'd be like, oh, I'm out of here. I'll see you again in 12 hours. <laughs> That's exactly it. You go, yeah. okay, I'm going to go leave. I'm going to go try this guy. Maybe get some more gear. Yep. Maybe get some more levels. And maybe learn some experience, some personal yeah. experience, and come back and fight yeah, you yeah. again. It's fantastic. You can summon friends in the game. It is a truly fantastic game that asks you to explore, mm -hmm. rewards your exploration, and rewards your growth in skill and your growth as a character. Yeah. Most that and the last part of it, this is known for Dark Souls, but Elden Ring just feels like it took took it up to eleven. Yeah, the amount of builds that are possible in this game. Normally, when you think like an RPG, you think, oh, you started the game, you're a wizard. Yeah. Oh, you're a warrior. Yeah, yeah. And you start off your class. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There are so many different ways you can play this game. There is no right way to do it. You can play the pure caster. You can play your Magus with sword and shield and casting spells on your sword to get yourself a buff. Can I play a samurai? Yes. Yes, you can play a samurai. In fact, I have played a samurai. You can play yeah. a mage samurai. You can play a dual-wielding samurai. Woo! I'm a samurai that bleeds everyone with two katanas. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. You can absolutely do it. You can also <laughs> play um, the big guy uh, from Berserk. Grunt or whatever. No shit. Yeah, you can just have a huge fucking unga bunga weapon yeah, and call yeah, yeah. it a day. That's awesome. You can have a dagger person. This game yeah, yeah. is flexing to the max. Well, I already knew I was sold on this game. Everyone so, yeah, was sold, yeah, on, this sold on this game. It yeah. sold the most. I don't have to sell this game. Dude. I just want to discuss it and why it's so much better than any of the other Dark Souls. It solved this problem not by having an easy mode put in the game, yeah. but instead by making easy mode as a part of the gameplay by yeah, giving yeah. you other options when you hit a wall. Awesome. Awesome. That's oh, hey. why this game is so fucking good. I'm in. I'm in. Put a copy on the counter. I'm buying. Oh, it's so good. Even on PC where all the systems and performances shit, I still will play it. I Damn. don't care. I'll yeah. let it disconnect me and crash. I don't <laughs> give a shit.